As we read the gospel records, we read eyewitness accounts of the life and ministry of the Lord Jesus. In a sense, the gospels are just the beginning of Christ's work. The adventure continues in the book of Acts. In this study with Scott Pauley, we consider the continuing work of Christ through the Holy Spirit, who works through the apostles and the New Testament church. Now, let's get in on the adventure. There are more than 9,900 distinct religions in the world, and yet there's only one name that is used as a curse word. Only one leader, only one founder, only one head of any major world religion that is ever used as a slang, and that is the name of Jesus Christ. Why is that? No one curses in Allah's name. Nobody takes Muhammad's name in vain or Confucius or Buddha or Joseph Smith or anybody else. Pray tell me why the name of Jesus Christ is the only name that is so hated and maligned and used in vain. And the answer is because there is no name like the name of Jesus. You see, Jesus is not just any name. It is the name of the Son of God and the Savior of the world. In the words of Peter in Acts chapter 4, there is no other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. And so we pick up the study that we have begun. The story really started in Acts chapter number 3 with the healing of the impotent man. Remember the lame man? And the Lord gave him strength through his name, through the name of Jesus. He was made whole. It's amazing to me what one miracle can set in motion, what one divine act can can set in motion. It's, it's just amazing because, remember, every miracle has a message. And everything God does, he does for a reason. The Jews required a sign, the Bible says. So God gave them their sign, but he followed it with a sermon. And the sermon was not about the man and not about Peter. It's all about Jesus. And when you come to Acts chapter 4, that theme continues. Verse number 1, And as they spake unto the people, the priest and the captain of the temple and the Sadducees came upon them, being grieved that they taught the people and preached through Jesus the resurrection from the dead. Now, let me pause just a moment and remind you that the name Jesus in that day was a very common name. There were many men who bore the name Jesus. But this is not a Jesus. This is the Jesus. This is the Jesus connected to the resurrection from the dead. And so that's why they hated him. You see, people are all right with you talking about a Jesus uh, that doesn't change their life or make them think about eternity. They're all right with you talking about a little baby born in a manger uh, or someone who did nice things for people. Uh, But they don't want you to talk about a Jesus who died for sins and calls for repentance. And so, in verse 3, they laid hands on them and put them in hold unto the next day, for it was now eventide. Howbeit many of them which heard the word, believed. And the number of the men was about 5,000. And remember, on the day of Pentecost, 3,000 souls were saved. Now we have 5,000 men believing on Christ. Do you see the beautiful effect of the gospel? It's, it's going on. God's advancing. The adventure is continuing. The Bible says in verse 5, It came to pass on the morrow that their rulers and elders and scribes and Annas the high priest, and Caiaphas, and John, and Alexander, and as many as were of the kindred of the high priest, were gathered together at Jerusalem. And when they had set them in the midst, they asked, By what power or by what name have ye done this? 
Let me point out just a couple of things. First of all, notice the repeated connection between the name and the power. We've established that already. There's power in the name of Jesus. You see, a name has authority connected to it. A name is representative of ability. So the authority and the ability of Jesus Christ is all wrapped up in his name. It's not just what he's called, it is who he is. The other thing I would point out to you is the very stark contrast between two groups of people. Do you see the believers and the unbelievers? For the record, there's still the same two groups today. There are those who put their faith in Christ and those who say no to him. There are those that accept the Lord Jesus and those who reject him, those that obey the gospel, those that disobey the gospel. There's always two groups, and it is a fascinating reminder that what attracts some people repels others. Here are 5,000 men who are attracted to the name of Jesus Christ because they want to know him and his power. They want to know the wholeness that he can bring. And at the same time, you have these religious leaders uh, that are instead grieved over it, vexed over it. You see, the name that we love, others hate. The name that we honor today, some tremble at and fear at. Why is that? Because it reveals your relationship to the name. If you know Jesus personally, you have nothing to fear and everything to rejoice in. But if you have said no to the Lord Jesus Christ, then you have made yourself the enemy of Jesus. And so what do we learn today about the name of Jesus. We learned that not only is there power connected to the name of Jesus Christ, but there's also persecution for his name. It brings persecution. Why is that? Because for unbelievers, the name of Jesus is a reminder. They may curse, they may swear by it, but they don't want you to pray in that name or preach in that name. Why is that? Because the name is a reminder of who he is and therefore who they are. I love Peter's response in verse 8. Then Peter, filled with the Holy Ghost, said unto them, Ye rulers of the people and elders of Israel, if we this day be examined of the good deed done to the impotent man, by what means he's made whole, be it known unto you all and to all the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom ye crucified, whom God raised from the dead, even by him doth this man stand here before you whole. I do admire the fact that Peter is faithful to the gospel. He had to sleep on it for a night in jail. He's standing before people who are very adversarial, and there's a great deal of animosity aimed at these preachers of the gospel, but he doesn't waver at all. No, he boldly identifies himself with the name of Jesus Christ, and he stays true to the simple gospel message, the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Christ. Could I encourage you, dear believer, today, do not be intimidated. Do not be hesitant. Do not be tentative. This is not the time for Christians to cower in a corner somewhere. This is the time to stand up and speak up in the name of Jesus Christ. Uh, let them blaspheme his holy name. Uh, they may hate his holy name. They may do everything they can to stamp out his holy name. But I tell you, on the authority of the word of God, uh, that if you will be true to the name of Jesus Christ, uh, you will see his power demonstrated even in the midst of persecution. You see, as surely as the name of Jesus is a reminder to those that hate it, the name of Jesus for us is an identification. And what do you think the name Christian means? Christ follower. Are you a Christ follower? Then do not fear to bear his name. John chapter 15, 
Jesus said in verse 20 and 21, Remember the word that I said unto you, The servant is not greater than his Lord. If they have persecuted me, they will also persecute you. If they've kept my saying, they will keep yours also. But all these things will they do unto you for my name's sake, because they know not him that sent me. You see, the name of Jesus is the great dividing line of history. The name of Jesus is the great uh, divider between those that know God and those who do not. What think ye of Christ? What do you say about the name of Jesus Christ? Around the world today, there are true followers of Christ who are suffering under tremendous persecution. Would you pray for them? Would you pause right now and breathe a prayer for brothers and sisters you do not know and ask God to give them strength and power in the midst of their persecution? And then would you brace yourself and ready yourself? Because, friends, I'm going to tell you, if Jesus tarries his coming, the world gets worse and worse, and evil men and seducers continue to wax worse and worse. Persecution is coming to all of God's people. All that live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. Do not be ashamed of the name of Jesus Christ. The same is true today as it was then. The Lord is at work in this world through His Holy Spirit, drawing people to Himself. What a privilege as God's children to be a part of what God is doing in this world today. If you'll visit enjoyingthejourney.org, you will find many resources that will equip you as you walk with the Lord. You will find previous podcast series and episodes, full-length Bible messages, and a topical search engine that will aid you in studying Bible subjects. If this podcast is a blessing to you, we hope you will share it with a friend. Be sure to join us on the next episode of this continuing adventure through the book of Acts. Acts.